I don't think I have a lot of insecurities. Do I? Do I am I an insecure person? Um, I don't think that you're an insecure person. No. But the insecurities that I have are ex- are absolutes. They're extremes. There's not anything where I'm like, no, nah, I'm a little insecure about that. Like it's either. It's, it's either you're super confident or you're really insecure. I'm a one or a 10. And one of the things that I'm so insecure about is my ability to explain things. No. Do you know where that comes no, from? No, no, it doesn't. I, th- I don't know. I don't know. Every long conversation that we have where there's some sort of explanation involved, Jeff will without fail say to me a couple times in the conversation, I feel like I'm not explaining myself well. And it's, I, do you think I'm bad at explaining things? I, I, it's so weird because in my head, I know that me saying that is annoying. That's not the annoying part. I think the annoying (laughs) part, Okay. no, I think the annoying part is at least for me, is when you... Oh, can I guess? I can. I I bet I know. You know? When I explain myself four different times and I only change each time like by two words. Yeah, because I it makes me feel dumb. I'm like, why are you talking to me like I'm in kindergarten? Like, I don't need this explained to me four times. If it makes you feel any better, and to anybody else I've done this to, it makes me feel dumb too because I'm not doing it because I don't think you're smart. I'm doing it because I think I did a bad job. Yeah. Which is ironic considering you've literally made your entire living uh, as a communicator. Yeah. And I've had jobs. I've had, and I, I think because I. Wait, is this stressing you out about your course? It's n- no, not until you said that. No. <laughs> but I feel like if you're confident in stuff you're confident in, you could talk about all day, like your journey for keep moving forward, like radio. You can talk about that stuff in your sleep. Correct. And podcasting is one of them. You're Correct. You're so confident in what you do. Well, so you turn that around quickly. Thank you. Because that would have kept me up at night. <laughs> but you're right. Like, I'm not worried about the course because that's going to be material that I pre-planned. So I'm, the, here's why I'm bringing it up. Because I've been trying to connect with somebody for like a week. We've been just playing text tag Mm -hmm. and they shot me a text on Saturday and said, Hey, let's make sure we catch up soon. I said, absolutely. I'm actually free right now. And I think like Ellie was still napping for like Mm -hmm. 35, 40 more minutes. I said, let's talk right now. And so I wasn't prepared for the conversation. It was a friendly conversation about some professional stuff that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I got so twist it up and turn around and feel like I did such a bad job representing us professionally that at the end of the call, I said, if you have any questions, please call Callie. Oh my God. You did not say that. hundred percent. I sent that text message and I said, I'm sorry. I got so wordy. I'm sorry. I mixed this all up. And you probably didn't though. And she wrote back and said, no worries. You know, like there was no indication that it was bad for her. Yeah. Except I probably repeated myself two or three times like I always do because I'm I'm insecure. But at the end of it, I sent a text message and said, okay, well, it'll just be best if you have any questions, uh, reach out to Callie. <laughs> so that is how – that's how I bailed on that. And maybe if I get in my own head about the podcast course, I'll just put at the bottom of the screen – what do they call it in TV? Is it a Chiron or something? What's the little thing that they put up at the bottom? A banner? Yeah, like a little banner, I guess uh, – uh, with your cell phone number. 
So yeah. if none of this makes sense, call, call Kelly. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for cool, modern technology. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our garage. For the longest time, we didn't have a garage, and I appreciate it every time I pull pull in. Every, Even though we only currently have half of a garage because... The other half needs to be cleaned out. <laughs> yes, even though we only have a have half a garage. Because remember, we at our old house we had these big, beautiful, super old trees, but we had no garage. And every single time there was a storm, Jeff was like, "A tree's gonna fall in our car. Like it's going to happen. Like today is going to be the day." And we would come out and find shrapnel after a storm. Mm-hmm. Like we, there were times that like we I had, had to, to go out and I had to pull like, a branch yeah. off Callie's car before she left. So branches being. Like not a little branch, like, like a really heavy. Like, like I inspected for a dent. Right. Yeah. Right. We are starting to have conversations in our house about baby number two. And I am just really confused. But I think the reasons that I am like, is this the right time? Is it not the right time? Are completely different than Jeff's. I'm all in and here's Oh my why. God. We like the month after we had Ellie, Jeff is like, should we go ahead and make another one? Should we, should we try to make another one? I want another one. I'm like, it, oh it, my gosh. It was so much neater than I expected it to be. And I know um, we say this all the time and it's, a, it's probably frustrating if you don't, don't have a really cool kid, but Ellie is spoiling us because she's really cool. She's super cool. She's chill. She doesn't really cry much. She, she's, She's just, she's chill. She's low key. Mm-hmm. She sleeps really well. She got on that mom's on call schedule, like what, in a week? week. Yeah. To, easy. Great. So we're spoiled about that. So a couple months in, Callie mentioned that medically, like it was supposed to be a year, some period of time before we tried to get pregnant again. And I was so, I was like, what? I want another one now. So sad. So first of all, the reason that they say, you know, you should probably wait a year, um, is so your body can fully heal and stuff like that. And women who, this is what my doctor said. I'm not, you know, I'm not a doctor obviously, but the, what my doctor said is the reason we don't want you getting pregnant before a year is because you will have a higher risk of delivering early and that is dangerous for the baby. So that's a, that's a C-section thing, right? I don't know. Like, so there's that, there's See, the fact that Ellie was early. Yeah. There's the fact that I'm over 35. Like there's all that makes me high risk. Um, but here's the thing. So that's one part of it, right? It's just like the, okay, well you really should wait a year, but Ellie took us a year and then the baby before that took us six months. So it took us a year and a half to to get pregnant with Ellie. Right. And I'm like, it's going to, what if it takes us so long? What if we have to do fertility treatments with the second one? Cause we were almost, we were one week away from seeing a fertility doctor for Ellie. Right. 
And I just don't know that we can afford to wait. Um, but at the same time, Ellie's almost one. So if I get pregnant right now, I don't think it's going to super harm like another baby. But that was, that has been my hesitation this whole time is like, well, they told me not to get pregnant too quickly. So my body could heal. So it wouldn't be a risk to the next baby. And yeah, that was my first thought. And now I'm like, well, what if it takes us a while? What if it takes us two years? Yeah. Uh, so that it's, it's like a scary conversation. I don't know, but your reasons are totally different for, well, for waiting. I just have, I'm just like, we have talked to enough people and we ask them like, Hey, if you have two, how different are the first and second? And there's a lot of answers where they're 180 degree, 80 yeah. degrees different. So for all the chill that Ellie has, there's a chance that number two could be crazy. Yeah. And then we would have two under two for a couple months, maybe if you got pregnant right away, but we definitely have two under three, right? Mm-hmm. Is that nuts? Like, is, is that, is that crazy or is it better just to boom, boom, back to back? Get in, get out, get on with your life. For me, I think for me, it's best (laughs) to get on with my life. (laughs) um, And I don't think to be totally honest with the body stuff, I thought after a year, my body would be like back to pre-baby and it's not even close. But a lot of it has to do with like my hips are just still really wide. Like they're, I think they're going yeah. down, but it's taken me a lot. I don't think so. Jeff, I'm going to smack you. What? Oh, sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> you know what they say? Um, but they your say hips get for- wider. It's like weird. Your hips get wider and then they spend time like going back to normal. I don't think my hips are back to normal. No. At all. No. What? Why are you staring at me like that? I feel like there are a lot of people that want to smack you upside the head through the. Well, you know what? Um, The Greek philosopher Shakira once said. Oh, what did she say? Hips don't lie. Hmm. Um, I fell flat. So, (laughs) So from experience, we need your help on timing of the, like, is... This is all in a perfect world. In a perfect world, is it crazy to clump them that close together or is it fine? Is it, are are we paranoid? Because if you, like I was, not paranoid, that's the wrong word. There was just a lot of, a lot of negative nervous expectations with baby number one. We've talked about this where everybody warns you that didn't get met. Like she was easier. Ellie was easier than. We set the bar very low for Ellie. And so the question is, are we being naive going into number two? Because yeah. Ellie was so easy. Yeah. 800-434-5454. If you have an opinion on that. Uh, I have a friend coming. He's on this epic three-week-long road trip. He's coming through. One of Jeff's best friends from college. Yeah. He's coming through. If you saw um, my last comedy shows, which were, what, Valentine's Day 2020? Mm-hmm. He was. No. Uh, yeah. Yes. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Those comedy shows, there was a guy there named Steve Donovan who is lives up in Providence, Rhode Island. He's a fellow radio guy. Um, he got caught up in, in the radio 
nonsense and is no longer working in radio, right? Because they're just radios downsizing everywhere. So he's taking like three weeks and he's visiting a whole bunch of people, including me. Yay. And I think. And Smoosh. And yeah, he's going to meet Ellie and he's going to, um, I'm going to record a podcast episode with him. So I want to tell you, Callie, what to expect with the bonus podcast episode with Steve Donovan. Okay. Okay. And you have to find, have I ever told the story about talk of the Attleboros? I don't think so. Okay. Years ago, when I was working in radio in Boston, so it would have been the early 90s, Mm -hmm. I lived in a town called North Attleboro. Mm -hmm. There was a TV show called Talk of the Attleboros. Okay. And it was uh, community access television. Okay. And there was a, um, I believe it was uh, an older woman who hosted. I don't remember who hosted it, but they would have special guests on. And we would sit in our apartment and call the cable access TV show and disguise our voices and just see how long we could keep them on the line. Oh, I think maybe you have talked about this so we've taught we yeah so so that was our thing okay and we did it every whatever night the show was on it was like on the first thursday of every month or whatever so for like a year the first thursday of every month was like a viewing party and we would all take turns calling yeah we have not like it exists in our memory i have a vhs tape of the episodes that we were on Mm mm-hmm In the 20 years since then, more than that, 25 years since then, it's just this epic story about all of us who were involved, Steve Donovan, one of them, this epic story about all of us who were involved that makes us cry with laughter when we tell it. And so I'm going to go find the tape, hook up a VCR, and then Steve and I are going to watch it. And do you think it's going to be so underwhelming? Because so much time has passed. No, I think it's going to be funny to see how cool you guys thought you were. We weren't cool. It was stupid. It was a stupid way to spend a night. And that's why it was funny. Mm -hmm. But it's a story that gets told whenever that we see one of or the other people or have a conversation online. It's a story that gets told. And... Just over the course of time, it's become like a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up episode in our heads. Yeah. Where it's laugh from beginning to end. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I'm a part of me almost doesn't want to watch it because you don't want to be let down. Yeah. Like it's like I think it's the equivalent of like thinking that your high school band is so good. Oh, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, me and the guys who used to have a band, it was called Girth performing. <laughs> Yeah, all high school bands had names like that, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Girth. Oh, it was great. Remember that song? Your love is like the Dairy Queen. Oh, that was so awesome. And then you go back and listen to the cassette of it, and it's terrible. Oh, my gosh, this is horrible. Okay, so that's the one thing. Then, uh, so we're going to do that. Then I want to pitch him. You're not going to buy another $100 VCR, are you? I still have the um, other $100 one that I bought that I never used. Jeff bought a $100 well, Jeff wanted a VCR and he 
thought it was a good idea to go on eBay. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, how much do you spend? He's like, $100. I was like, you spent $100 on a VHS player? And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, they don't make them anymore, this whole thing. Then we look them up elsewhere online and they're like $10. No, we heard from like 100 people who were like, why didn't you go to Goodwill? There's always a shelf of them, 10 bucks each. And I was like, why didn't anybody tell me that before? Everybody wanted to tell me afterward. So I still have that, uh, the, the VCR. So we'll use that. So that's the number one thing. Number two thing, I want to. I have two ideas for a podcast that I think he should do, mm-hmm. e- either as a transition between now and his next radio gig, or I think they could actually be like a full-time thing. So I want to pitch him on those two ideas. Okay. All right, that's number two. And then, uh, so that's going to be the bonus of it. Then hopefully it's not going to, I think – some weather app said there's supposed to be six inches of rain in Atlanta this yeah. week. So I don't think we're going to be able to do anything cool and outdoorsy, but I'm going to try to find something cool to do with them. But here's the thing that I I don't know if this is unique to me, but I, he has, he's very allergic to dogs. Mm-hmm. So him crashing on our couch is not an option. Yeah. Because he wouldn't be able to breathe. You know, like, Mm -hmm. so he's going to stay in a nearby, like he looked up some Airbnbs or he's got, there's a Hampton Inn near our house. Like he's going to stay, which is fine, but I kind of feel rude. Why? Because he can't stay here. Well, we have dogs, so I'm sure he's used to it and, or he's just saying that he's allergic so he doesn't have to stay. Oh no, he's allergic. He came to visit me once in Arizona and his allergies got so bad that he uh, slept in a hammock in the backyard. Uh, no, I think he's probably used to it. If you have an allergy like that, you are super used to not staying with people. There's nothing I can do about it. Like, even if like he would crash on the couch in the studio mm-hmm. is like where he would sleep, but like the dogs sleep here when the sun's hitting the couch. So even if I cleaned off the top, yeah, it would still be they, they super sh- irritating to his allergies. Yeah. But why does that make me feel rude? Um, I think because. Uh, you want to hope when someone comes to see you, you want to host them in your home. Yeah. I do think though, that puts an idea in my head about, you know, when we're bajillionaires who win the lottery, I think that we should (laughs) have have an allergy free guest wing, not guest wing, but I think we could have like an allergy free, like a pool house, you know? Oh, wow. We have a pool now. I love last time we talked about this. You, you, you were like talking about private jets. You have big plans. And yeah, you're the one that keeps buying the lottery tickets. I do. I got (laughs) to somehow I got to fund your big plans with the Well, no, my plans aren't this is what we're going to do. My plans are this is what we're going to do when we win the lottery. Okay. Well, then I'll keep on buying those scratch offs. Not scratch. We're not going to win anything in scratch offs. The mega millions. What if we won one of those $1,000 a week for life? Mm, I still don't think we'd be able to afford like a pool house with $1,000 a week. I uh, was, um, I won like one of those thousand dollar a week for life scratch offs, but it was like for ten bucks or something. A week for life? No, just oh, it was I like, was a, like whoa. it was like a, a ten dollar thing or five. I don't know. It may be a free ticket, but it was something that had value, and I had to go up to the customer service counter and get it. And the person actually said to me, "I was like, was like, oh, this is you know." Like I had won $20 total. He's like, oh, that was lucky or whatever. And then I said, uh, I know, but it wasn't the $1,000 a week for life. And the person said to me, with all seriousness, I'd be nervous if I won that because I would think that they would try to kill me to save money. What? 
And I was like, I never thought of that until now. But why? That doesn't even make sense. Why would they kill you? Because then they wouldn't have to pay you anymore. Oh, they don't care. A thousand dollars a week with all the mega millions people running around? Nah. Don't mess with big lottery. They don't play. You think it's like secretly the mafia or something? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. This whole paying for school thing and scholarships. (laughs) What a sham. Home scholarships. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Just that to rub people out who win the thousand dollar a week prize. Uh, Okay. So I've had this sitting at my desk for like a week and we haven't had time to get to it. So I'm going to do it now, even though we only have a couple minutes. Okay. Right. Left. Okay. So I'm going to just do this. This is a list of things. I'm going to do the whole list, but these are things in the United States that are bizarre to most of the rest of the world. Uh, didn't we do this or did we record this already? And then we had to scrap it because our no, episode we, was too long. I think I've probably said, I'm going to do this today. Okay. I'm going to do this today. And then something runs long and we don't get to it. Mm-hmm. But this to me is just fascinating. Um, drinking coffee on the go is strictly a North American thing. What? In Europe, and I remember this years ago, I went to Italy. People go sit down. And well, they it. stand at the coffee bar and they, you don't take, like, it's not even an option. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's almost ceremonial. Mm-hmm. You drink your coffee like that. So coffee on the go. Um, customized restaurant orders. The fact that you can say, yeah, I'll have the fried chicken, but can I substitute uh, spinach for the, you know, the vegetable? Yeah. And can I do this? And can I do that? And can I have with the gravy on the side? That's just, you don't, uh-uh. In other parts of the world, you go to the restaurant, you, you get order, what they give you. Yeah. It's like when you were growing up. Yeah. You'll, eat, you'll eat what's on your plate. Um, Putting a ton of ice in beverages. Purely, purely an American thing. Yeah. Um, the giving a thumbs up. That's American. Matter of fact, in some countries, that's as offensive or more offensive than the middle finger. When is the last time you gave a thumbs up? I don't know. I'm not opposed to it. Like, I, I don't not do it. I can't see you ever giving a thumbs up. Um, let's see. Baby showers. Baby showers are a purely American thing. Hmm. Um, opening gifts in front of oh, the giver. Oh, I hate that. Yep. Um. But uh, in this is not just an American thing, but in Asian cultures, it's very rude to open a gift immediately after receiving it. Yeah, I think it's rude, period. So we need to move. So when we get our giant mansion and our private plane, Mm -hmm. we need to move to Japan because then you don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, Tipping almost everyone. That's a purely American thing. Um, following strict alcohol laws, including having dry counties or dry towns. Mm-hmm. That's something that's strictly American. Uh, laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, some cultures think it's bizarre to and rude to show your teeth. And finally, the last two, finally two more, both have to do with food. Uh, one an expectation of free refills. Mm. That's like, if you go to uh, any other country in the world and you get a Coca-Cola and they bring it to the table, when it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. And they don't bring you another one. And uh, finally, completely cleaning your plate. Mm. American mentality. So, 
Is that as interesting as I thought it was? Or was that boring? Did I explain? I feel like it's good, um, you know, like conversation pieces. Mm. I am savoring these last few weeks of summer. And one of our favorite things to do in the summer is to cook out with friends and family. And ButcherBox makes it so easy for us to have spectacular Grill Nights. ButcherBox is a no-brainer for meat lovers, and it's a staple in our house. Each month, we get a box of 9 to 11 pounds of meat shipped right to our doorstep. It's packed fresh, shipped frozen, and vacuum sealed. We keep a stock in our freezer, and we pull out our favorites every week, so we always have high-quality, humanely raised meat ready to go. Celebrate the end of summer right now. When you sign up as a new member of ButcherBox, they're going to give you chicken, burgers, and hot dogs for free in your first box. Once you sign up, you can choose your type of box that you want and the frequency. They have four curated boxes you can choose from, or you can do what we do and customize your own box so you can get exactly what you love. We always make sure to keep ground beef and chicken breasts in our rotation and everything else we change up by the season. Right now, we are loving the red meat options and steak is always a summer staple for us. ButcherBox wants you to enjoy the rest of the summer with this special deal. ButcherBox is giving our listeners a special offer of three pounds of chicken breasts, two pounds of burgers, and one pack of hot dogs for free. Right now, new members can get the special deal when they sign up at butcherbox.com upside. That's butcherbox.com upside. If you have a balance on your credit card, listen to me. Those cards are probably packing some pretty high interest rates. And I know because I am one of you that your intention is to pay it off next month or the month after or the month after that. You want to pay it off very, very quickly. But sometimes life gets in the way and you don't get to do that. And that means you're paying big interest rate, big money on those high interest rates every single month. Let me tell you something. Lightstream can help you. You can lower your interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. You might even get the money in your account the same day that you apply. Rates start at 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, and they will never go up. There are no fees. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. For Upside listeners, you can get a special interest rate discount and save even more. But the only way to get this is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Get your credit card consolidation loan today. Start saving money today. Subject credit approval rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions do apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Go to lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Whatever you're getting into as we wrap up the end of summer, make sure you're doing it in comfort and in style. Third Love creates high quality underwear, sleep, and loungewear, delivering life-changing comfort your body loves being in. Now, if you haven't been to the Third Love site recently, you have got to go check it out. I first fell in love with Third Love because of their bras. The classic t-shirt bra is the most comfortable bra I've ever worn. But years later... 
from when I was an original customer, they've expanded on comfort and they now have even more to offer. They have a lounge collection, a sleep collection, an everyday underwear collection, and more. I just added a few new things to my cart, including the Terry lounge shorts, which I am so excited about because the first thing I do when I get home from work is throw on shorts. And these are cute for lounging and being super comfy at home or out running errands. I'm confident when I make new purchases from Third Love because they have such incredible customer service and they stand behind every single one of their products. So if you don't love it, returns and exchanges are free and they make the process incredibly easy. Third Love knows you deserve to feel comfortable and confident 24-7. So right now they're offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. Today's quote of the day. Don't let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is when double rainbows occur, the colors of the second arc are always reversed. So it's it's Roy G. Biv, and then the second rainbow is Vib G. Yart. Yeah, something like that. Um, anyways, I don't know. I just thought that was neat. I didn't know it. It's a thing. It's random. It fits. It is. My second random thing is a standard 12 ounce jar of honey takes 864 bees to produce. I feel like that would be more. What would be more? I feel like it would be more bees. Like that's. I mean, that's like 864 hardworking bees. Yeah. Like I figured it would be a like a, th- a honey to me is one of those things that's fascinating because it th- to think of how much honey has to exist in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In order for everybody to have access to honey. It's one of those things where I'm like, God, that is a lot of people harvesting a lot of honey from a lot of bees. That's a lot of bees who don't get enjoy get to enjoy the fruits of their labor. <laughs> fruits of their labor. Because they take it away from them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and my third random thing is, Jeff, this is for you. In the popular film The Godfather, the word mafia is never said because the actual mafia commanded it. And if the mafia speaks, you need to listen to them. And those are my three random things. All right. Want to answer a couple more questions out of this deck? Yes. I know you really like this, and I've intentionally kept it sitting next to the mic microphone. Do, do. This is a great one. The oddest job you have ever had in order to earn a buck. The oddest job I've ever had. I know what mine is. Oh, you, you probably have like 10. I don't think I have an odd job. All of my jobs have been like normal. I, um, I have had a ton of jobs and a lot of odd, like weird jobs. <laughs> he really has. Uh, but there's just one that's so out of character for me that you might not even believe that I ever did it. <laughs> what? I used to, uh, work weekends at a full service gas station. Doing what? Full service stuff. So you would pull up with your car. I would put the gas in it. I would clean your windshield. I would add, <laughs> if you needed washer fluid, I would add washer fluid. I'd check your oil if you ask me to check your I oil. I don't think you have like so many jobs that I don't know how it's physically possible that you had all of these odd jobs. 
Like I like time, like if I were doing an investigation, I would be like, this guy is such a liar because there's literally no time. But you like when you went to college, you worked at the PF Chang's in Nashville, right? For like all four years that you lived yeah. in Nashville. I wouldn't have done that. I would have worked there for one year, then gone home and and you know, for the summer, gone back to school. Right. But you had like like at least 10, maybe 15 odd job jobs. That's a lot. What do you mean odd job jobs? Okay, so you were a busboy? That was my very first job ever. You worked at the at Bailey's Dairy Treat? That was, uh, I think, my third job. My very first job ever was a paper route. Okay, so you had a paper route? Yep. The Bailey's Dairy Treat thing? In, here they are in order. Okay. Paper route, busboy at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I was a, a cashier at a drugstore, mm-hmm. just like a, I'm working on weekends, like ringing people out or whatever. Yeah. Um, then, uh, then I got the job scooping ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had a couple different mall retail jobs. How many? We're counting. Um, I, well, the long one, the one that, w- that I had for like a year was the nature company. Okay. Like a year and yep. a half. But, uh. I also worked at Eddie Bauer. Okay. I think I worked at those at the same time. Okay. Because sometimes I would work at the nature company and then go downstairs, like take a lunch break, go downstairs and then work like four okay. hours at Eddie Bauer. Um, then, so I think that was the, oh, and then, uh, yeah, so that was it for before. Oh, and then I worked for the collection agency that ended up yep. being a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then uh, I had a work study job mm-hmm. when I w- went to Gannon University. Then I, when I worked, uh, then I worked for like two or three different hotels. One, two, three. Okay. So, um, one of them was like the night auditor where I would settle up the books at night. And then the other ones were all front desk. (laughs) Um, then, uh, radio, a bunch of different radio jobs. And then when I would move for radio, I would take other part-time jobs because I wasn't making enough money. So you've had at least, at least 15 jobs in how many years? Since Starting was, when you were? Well, let's take the paper route out of it because I was 12 years old and my dad would help me. So that was kind of cheating. So like he would get up on Sunday mornings with me when the papers were heavy and drive me around because I couldn't do it on my bike. So that was probably 12 years old. Okay, so starting at 15 to 25, you had like 15 jobs. That is not normal. I think it is. I think it's not. Okay, two calls I want to get right now. One is if the weirdest job that you've ever had. The second is, is Jeff, is 15 jobs in 10 years a lot of jobs, like odd jobs? 800-434-5454. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. I'm gonna, I am so excited about the phone calls about your job sitch because I don't think you know how not normal that is. I think- Did all of your friends have all those jobs? I think so, I don't know. See, I, I worked at the same place like in high school, I worked at Outback, but I worked there for like two years. Then I went to college and I had the same job there. I worked at PF Chang's as a hostess for four years. 
Then I worked at the Grammy office for two years. Then, you know what I mean? It's like all my jobs were long. Right, but I, yeah, I think I've always just been, and I'll bet I, it wouldn't surprise me if I got, if, if uh, my dad listens to this, if there's a couple jobs that I forgot and he was like, oh, what about when you did this? Yeah. Like that might be possible also. But I just, I don't think, like I never got fired. I think I just got bored. You got bored or you were trying to hustle. And I found a better job. But I think that happened a lot. Where I was like, but I wouldn't, the difference between you and I is like, you would go back, like if you came home from, when you went to school in Nashville, you came home for the summer, you'd go back, you'd go back to the same job. I wouldn't, I would look for a different job. Yeah. Good morning. Just had a funny, well, I thought it was a funny story. Um, so I'm listening to Monday's episode and Jeff is going over the random, three random things about um, urinating in the shower. Anyways, I'm driving. I have my passenger side window down and there's this man walking on the sidewalk and I had to slow down for whatever reason. And right as I slow down and get next to this man, Jeff goes, and there you go. Do not pee in the shower. And this man just looks over at me like, I don't, he, I could have been on the phone for all he knows. And someone's telling me not to pee in the shower. It was really embarrassing. And I wanted to like yell that I'm listening to a podcast, but it, you know, that would have been even more awkward. So I just kept driving. But yeah, thanks. Years ago, I was given some advice from a very smart person in the medical profession that the first thing you should do in the morning is have a big, glass of water. You can even keep it on your nightstand so it's convenient as soon as you get up. Do that before you eat anything. Do that before you have coffee. Have water. I still do that. Then I start my day. I have some breakfast. I have my fancy coffee drink that I make taste as little like coffee as I can. And then I have another glass of water. Glass of water number two, though, has a stick of liquid IV in it. Liquid IV hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone, but it also contains five essential vitamins. It's got more vitamin C than an orange. It's got as much potassium as a banana. And with the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium, water is delivered, water and nutrients are delivered into the bloodstream thanks to their cellular transport technology. Liquid IV sets you up for success, whether you've just got a regular normal day or whether you're heading out to work out, maybe you gotta be in the sun or maybe you had a little too much to drink the night before. Liquid IV has you covered. And right now, because you're an upside listener, you can get 25% off by going to liquidiv.com and use the code upside at checkout. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or go to liquidiv.com, get 25 percent off anything you order and you get better hydration starting today using promo code upside at liquidiv.com okay so remember when we were talking about the mattress stores a while back um my school that i work at is having a mattress fundraiser next saturday i just saw signs around the school it says um you know up to 50 percent off retail I'm just, like, that's the weirdest fundraiser I've ever heard of. Like, I've heard of, like, bake sales. And, like, at school, a lot of times, um, they'll sell, like, candy bars and, you know, T-shirts. But mattresses, it's a new one for me. Just thought you guys might think it's funny. Okay, bye. 
Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Robin. I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm listening to today's episode, and I love the story about Ellie and giving you a hug. I was not good at keeping up the baby books, so I went on Amazon and found these cute little journals that you can slide like the alphabet letter of their name into the front, and I will write down like funny things my kids say or little things that they do. Sometimes I'll write letters to them about things that are going on. Like I wrote one about COVID and stuff like that. So just a thought to put out there. I know the baby books can be a little cumbersome to keep up with, especially when you have a tiny little one. Um, But it's a great little thing to have that journal because it's something quick I can grab and I can just spend a few minutes. I wrote one for their first birthday. Like it's just something that's neat that they'll get to go back and have later on in life. And it helps me remember things. So I thought that was a fun idea that I just wanted to mention while she's still young and you could still get started. Love the show. Bye. Jeff, you need to let Callie finish. That was her moment. She was telling about the weekend and you made it about you and Ellie out in the rain. That was Callie's moment with her genuine hug from Ellie. Hey guys, it's Amy in Indianapolis. I'm, I'm listening to your show talking about the uh, the chatty co-workers who, the one who wouldn't leave Jeff alone and would talk to him for ridiculous amounts of time. There is a television show that is, um, I have no idea the level of popularity, but it's one of my husband's favorites. It's called What We Do in the Shadows, and it's set up kind of like The Office to look like a documentary but it is about a family of vampires who lives on Staten Island. And they're not really good vampires, but the whole show is hysterical. The point being, one of them is an energy vampire, and he works in an office, and that's all he does all day is walk around and talk to people and suck the energy out of them, and that is how he sustains his life. That's all. Have fun. Have a great day. If you... Do a kind act for someone. Your karma that you receive or your good energy that you put out in the world or whatever terms you want to put that in is not dependent upon the person completing that transaction with the intent in which it was given. Do the good deed and stay upsidey.